Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Sinister Ideas. I am Danny Thompson, the left-handed writer, your host. And let's call today's episode Sinister Ideas on Beating Inflation. Um, And since yesterday's, or I guess the last episode, was about um, making yourself indispensable with the five C's, um, I mentioned the the other sort of work philosophy I have that came from my grandfather, which is work for the salary you want, not the salary you make. So I figured I'd give you a few thoughts on how you do that and why um, to kind of complement what I did on the last episode with make yourself as indispensable as possible to as many people as possible um, in order to have job security. And... To be honest, making yourself indispensable as possible to as many people as possible is part of how you work for the salary you want, not the salary you make. Um, now, I say that and sometimes people are like, but my employer is going to take advantage of me if, you know, if I work harder than you know, is expected for the current salary, why would they pay me more? Well, if you're making yourself indispensable, then what you're doing is actually improving the quality of the work life of your boss. So that's one thing. They'll pay you more because they see the effort you're putting in, it's impacting them directly, and they don't want to lose you. Um, The other thing is, um, let's say you're hired in to do a specific job. You're reaching out and helping other people to help them have a better time at their work an easier time, um, a simpler time, a more productive time, whatever that is. That effort you're putting in over and above what you're actually being paid to do will be seen as an asset to the company and increase their sense of your value to the team. But now let's also be a little bit more strategic with it. Let's say you're hired in at one position and it pays a certain amount. What is the next step up from that? Right? And what are the extra duties there that you would be performing if you're making that much money? So now you come in, you learn how to do the job you're paid to do, you become proficient at it, and then you start looking up at some of those next level skills and start seeking ways to take those on. Um, a good thing about this strategy is if you're not getting paid to do that, no one expects you to do it. So you have time to get on YouTube or invest in some uh, classes on Coursera or LinkedIn Learning or whatever, or just spending time on YouTube to learn about those skills, how to do them appropriately, um, some of the best practices for applying those skills. At that point, once you have an understanding of what it is, then you can offer to step in and help. Or even better, what I've done sometimes, is put those skills into practice just on my own in some free time that I have in the middle of all my other duties. Um, You know, 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time. And then I would go to my boss and say, hey, I noticed this was an issue. And so just 
in a little bit of downtime that I had, I took the liberty of doing this. Um, I just wanted to let you take a look at it, and if you like it, you're free to use it, whatever. Um, and in that process, I ended up having some of those extra duties put onto my plate. Um, again, I try to go, I tend to go into a position where I look for inefficiencies and I fix those, and then I look at processes that are complex and I try to fix those. So I end up having a little bit of free time to play with. And I use that, I invest that time in developing the skills I'll need to get to that next level. Now when it comes time for your annual review, you know, a lot of companies will have a annual like cost of living upgrade, quality of life upgrade, whatever you want to call it, um, of three to six percent a year. Um, a lot of companies probably closer to three percent a year. Um, I don't know if you've read the headlines lately, but inflation hasn't been 3% a year in a long time. So if you're getting those 3% cost of living adjustment raises, then you're not keeping up with inflation. So your salary effectually is shrinking um, in terms of its buying power and what it can provide for you in your life over time. <clears throat> so I, for one, choose not to go for the cost of living <laughs> annual upgrade um, and as a result I've tended to have some pretty big salary jumps when it comes time for my annual review um, and a lot of times it does involve a promotion um, again I'm doing all this it's a two-fold process on the one hand I am trying to contribute to the company to make it more productive and more profitable. By the same token, I'm definitely investing in my own future when I do these things. So, I'm not talking about just spending extra hours of work at work doing the same tasks you normally do just to be seen staying later and being a good employee. If you're a good employee who is who goes over and above just to do what they're supposed to be doing, then you're going to be seen as a valuable whatever that team position is. And that's going to make them less inclined to help move you up the ladder. Because they need you where you are because you're doing a great job at what it is you're doing. So definitely do your job and do a great job at it, but be as efficient as possible. And then use that extra time to invest in the skills and knowledge and effort you need to show that you are capable of doing those next level skills, right? Things that make your boss's job easier or even his boss's job easier. Things that improve interactions between your department and other departments. Those sorts of things, you know, now you're already seen as not just a great whatever your position is, but you would also be pretty good at whatever that next level position is or something that's a step a lateral and maybe slightly increased up above to another department. <clears throat> so, yes, you work for the salary you want, not the salary you make, but you do that strategically by becoming exceptional at your current job and then 
investing in demonstrating capabilities over and above what you do now that makes you the perfect candidate for that next level job. And sometimes that can cause tensions because there are people who have been that, you know, I'm that perfect employee at this role. I've been doing my job. I've been doing what I was told, you know, know, putting in extra hours to make sure that this is perfect. And then here you come and then it's possible that you will leapfrog them. You know, somebody who has more seniority might get jumped by you. And you know, sometimes sometimes that can cause tension. But again, part of the make yourself indispensable, the five C's, is helping everyone on your team have an easier time of doing their job. So even if they may feel overlooked by management or something like that, the truth is, if you're a true team player and are looking out for everyone on your team and helping them have an easier time at doing their job, that resentment might be at management, but they also won't be able to not to deny that you've earned this opportunity. So the two things work in tandem to help the company, help your boss, help your team, and help yourself. So, um, yeah. So, to recap, when you come into a new position, you become proficient at that, and you start increasing your efficiency at doing that job. That extra time you have left over, you invest in A, doing the five C's and helping other people have a better time, more productive time, more efficient time, happier time at their work, and invest time in learning and demonstrating those next level skills that prove you are the ideal candidate for the promotion when it comes available. If you're doing this and you work for a company that appreciates someone who helps the company, helps their boss, helps their team, um, and is showing that they are capable of learning in order to become more valuable to the team, even if that promotion isn't available, they're going to want to keep you. And so, yeah. Ideally, if they're not a company that's bound by the, you know, well, here's your wage projection, you know, and your three to six percent annual raise, then your raises will be more substantial than that basic three to six percent because that quality of life adjustment is really just we want to help you be able to pay your bills um, if you're good at your job. You don't want to be good at your job, you want to be great at your job, and you want to be seen as someone who has long-term career objectives in mind so yeah so that's my advice for beating inflation Um, and I will say for me it typically means anywhere between a 15 and 25 percent raise uh, often with a promotion Um, the biggest job I've ever had um, 
I was with the company for two weeks and I had a 300% raise. So um, now, not every company is going to be like that. Like I said, I've only I've only done that once. Um, there've been a couple of times where I've gotten where my salary has doubled. Um, you know, so that's increased by 100%. Um, but one thing that I have never gotten was the three to six percent annual cost of living adjustment. Um, again, because even though it's called an annual cost of living adjustment, inflation tends to be higher than three percent, so you're actually losing money if you're playing that game. So that's just my advice. Um, again, there's nothing wrong with looking out for yourself as long as you are looking out for others in the process. So, yeah, I hope this helps, and we'll make this a short one, and we'll end it here. I appreciate it, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for coming along.